Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Rooney. Hey everybody, how are you? How are you, Pat? I'm very well. The real question that everybody wants to know is how are you after the Rona? I'm all right. I'm just, just tired I'm all the tired time. Tired all the time. All, right. all the time, everybody. <laughs> it's don't I don't mm-mm. Not good. Yeah, no. Don't recommend. I don't recommend it at all. <laughs> it was not cool. I don't uh I'm still exhausted. I took Wednesday off. I couldn't even drive. Oh really? I really? got in the car and I was like, no. No, yeah. I can't. It's fair. Yeah. It's fair. It's down, I'm down to two sick days oh. the rest of the year. So. Oh, that fights. No <laughs> germs. No <laughs> yeah. germs. You could have told me, like, I can put my mask on. It's no, I'm fine. Put it on. What am I going <laughs> to? No. I mean, like, I don't think I can catch COVID again this quick. I wouldn't. I don't know what the deal is anymore. Apparently, I have <laughs> antibodies. But, uh, <laughs> again, like, I took the antigen test when I got home. Right, right. That Tuesday, and when you uh, you swab yourself and you put it, you put it in the thing, and it's like, please allow fifteen minutes. For right, I put it in, and red line appeared. Like I literally <laughs> killed it right away. Yeah, it was like, no, holy crap, are you loaded? You know, like, oh, cool, all right, all right good times, good times, just what I wanted. That's, that's exactly that right. Bites. Hey, do you think I'll, I'll be able to go to work? <laughs> that's a no. That's a no, everybody. But uh, we're here to talk about the the waning the waning series, which is Ultraman Leo, yeah. Terror of the Saucer Race series. Leo is in danger. The assassin is a flying saucer. Right. right. Okay. Sure. The for, the forty second episode of Ultraman Leo. Oh. What? I'm still learning the, the the touch gestures on this laptop, ah. and one of them, and I think it's if you squish the. No, that's not it either. I just did it by accident, but I don't know what it was. You don't know how to do it. No, I know. You squish the I screen do, in. No, it just closes. It closes all the windows and goes to the desktop. Oh, not good. Clue. <laughs> I just have to all tab myself to back it into out. it, and I'm like, huh? Okay. Uh, January twenty fourth, nineteen seventy five. Uh, Isao Meda is our director, Bunpei is our screenplay okay. uh, author, and the viewer ratings is a 9.9. .9. Oh, it's getting so oh, much we're worse. in single digits. It's getting so much worse. <laughs> I, I mean, I can And I just think this. it's just people bailed. Like, these Basically. Are, these are pretty great episodes at this they, point. They're not bad. Yeah. They could be worse is the problem. And I, what I see now with these episodes mm. is they're putting a lot of padding into them. So that way the the special effects stuff gets them more money yeah. and the padding's a little longer. So eh, we could kind of drag this up, but that way we got this stuff over here. Yeah, there's plenty There's plenty of money being spent in, in, in the fights at the end. Right. I think it's more, like I said, I think it's more they're dragging stuff out to make the fights and the special effects more effective. That could be. It's That's just, what I'm seeing. Well, also, we have the problem of, like, Gen has been uh, has been uh, separated from Mac. And right, Mac, they got rid of five extra actors that they didn't have to pay anymore. <laughs> that, the sets, the, you know, all of that, like... Right, all of that stuff <coughs> costs money just to have. Is this the one that, where the military shows up, or is yes, that the next one? this is the military. Finally, the guys with the tanks show up. <laughs> and... Out of nowhere, they just are there. 
Not we called them and they yeah, took no. time. No, they're there. They yeah. happen to be in the area, by the way. Yeah. Oh, hey, we were just getting <laughs> drinks. Which explains the marksmanship. But uh, <laughs> they hit them once or twice. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. That's the crazy thing. Like, oh, like, for, oh, there's the military. Great. Great. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the hell? You guys, we'll leave it to Mac. It's fine. Just a bunch of guys Where, in the army, guys? army base with their feet up on a table playing cards. Yeah, that, that big silver guy will show up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't fine. worry about it. The guys in the red <laughs> red VTOL planes will be fine. They'll oh, fix it. Sure, 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 sure. All right. I suppose. <laughs> but uh, another saucer, Absorba, has been summoned. I guess he's Greek. Um, <laughs> I got you. Absorba uh, the Greek. That's right. Just, <laughs> uh, if I were a saucer, all right, kill the Ultraman, and then I'm gonna. movie. Yeah, uh, he suspects it is taking advantage of a boy's kind feeling towards animals. So Gen and uh, Toru find a. Uh, oh well, I'm sorry. Black Directive summons Absorber to Earth first and foremost. Right. Uh, the Miyami family, Gen and Toru sit down to eat. By the way, when you saw them subtitled the sign, where you're like, oh. Well, finally, you guys start subtitling signs. Forty-two episodes <laughs> into the damn thing, I'm when they put a sign in Japanese. Yeah, at this point, they better tell me what it says, otherwise, I'm just going to not care. Exactly. How am I supposed to figure it out? Like, I mean, when they're going through other stuff and the sign is not important, right? That's how you know the sign's not important because they don't translate it for you. When the but sign is important, they translate it. Not all the time, though. That's the thing. A little <laughs> consistency would be grand. Wait, wait, wait. You want what now? A little consistency. <laughs> I've said it. I said what I said. So um, the house starts shaking. They're like, turn off the gas. You know, um, a red light fills the sky, and Gen says the flying saucer beast has arrived. Right. The light returns. Um, Toro and Gen go out to search for the monster. Now... My only question is, and sure. I, I wrote it down because it, it was seems confusing. a little like they're going to start wondering what Gen more what Gen Otori is. What's he so interested in saucer beasts for? Not a problem. I didn't have a problem with him looking for saucers. How are you using a compass to find it? Was my question. Because that's what they had was a compass. So how are they using a compass to find a saucer beast? But does its magnetic field overthrow the sure. Earth's magnetic field? Yeah, why that's not? good. Yeah. Good with that. That's okay. Good. I don't my remember, only question. I don't remember them using. <laughs> I watched this last night, and I don't remember them using a compass. I watched it last night, and I wrote it down. I said, "How <coughs> in the world do you use a compass to find the monster?" You know what? Sure, magnetic field. Okay. However, you, I guess <laughs> because I don't know. <laughs> so, Script magic. Yeah. So they they see a boy named Hideki, um, oh Hideyuki, protecting a sparrow from some bullies. Right. Some kids are fighting over this sparrow for yeah. some odd reason. Well, one of them. Not had knocked it down with a, a sling, right? right? And uh, so he's doing the responsible thing. He's going to fix the bird. Right. He's going to take care of this bird. Right. What's great is that had to be a trained bird. So he show him open his hand, and the bird's like, "What's up, everybody?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> that bird looks so comfortable on his back. Like, hey, man, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> it's my big break. Hi, mom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the the other thing that I had and I didn't understand why he did it but Gen had some sort of sight power that showed the kid in a I different don't, light. I have no idea what that was okay. none, none as whatsoever. As long as we don't know what it was I'm good. No it I was have just no clue eye power for something. Yeah, Who knows I have no idea and it was like 
Yeah, why? Yeah, he does a thing. There's sparkles. And then... The kid's in a different light. I assume he was going to, like... Maybe it was an alien. Maybe... All of that came through my mind. And that's, again, why I write this nonsense down. Because I was like... Does this have anything to do with anything? No? Oh, okay, move on. That was a visual effect (laughs) that cost money that we didn't need. (laughs) Wherein, a lot of times, they do something that needs visual effect. They use foam. (laughs) You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's like... Guys, come on. Time and place. So the, 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 the child walks off, and they go to a, uh, you're not allowed to enter, because this is my country. Right, he, they okay. try to follow him. Yeah, they put draws a literal line in the dirt. <laughs> He's like, mm. this is my country. You can't come in here, because I own it, and people are harming my animals. Right. And you're sitting there okay, going, fair enough. Nah, Kids right. are weird. Yes. So they go into this little shack, and he's got, like, bird cages and a goat and a couple of dogs. And some foul waterfowl. Yeah, and it, it's all cramped into this really small shack. Yeah. And just dogs walking everywhere and birds flying around. And that can't be... That is all kinds of sanitary, right? Got it's all kinds it's of, all, <laughs> Here's the one thing. The, the animals looked plenty happy. They were like, well, okay, that's fine. Where yeah, you figure they're all trained animals. Yeah. I get that. But if it was a longer term than just a few hours, it's not going to go over well. No. <laughs> Don't worry. They're going to burn the entire shed down later. Shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, oh. hundreds of animals were harmed making this episode. <laughs> God. See, I'm thinking that they probably pulled the animals out before they oh, set fire to I'm it. I'm sure they did. But I'm not sure is, that they did. There was a the lot of... There was a lot of, like, menacing animals with actual fire in this episode. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, no. No, that you guys. That would not be allowed now cool. at all. This is the 70s. This is Japan. They threw it. It's fine. Yeah, they threw a duck <laughs> out of the window, like, out of the door when they realized that the alien was going to kill them. And that duck was like, phew. It, it looked very relieved <laughs> to not be in there anymore. Exactly. <laughs> duck was like, uh-huh. Okay, good. I'm outside. That's that's what I'm looking for. Because that was terrible in there. Two, uh, ca- two kids in shorts wrestling. Yes. Almost on top of me. That uh, wasn't cool. It's weird. Yeah, no, it's, it's very strange. Weird. But anyway, so uh, they, when they go in the shack, uh, uh, Hideyuki puts, um, what's that red stuff? It says ointment on here, but it's not. It's um, iodine. It iodine. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it's Yeah, and you need because the bird goes... Yeah, so, it hurt a little bit, <laughs> and it's fine. You go, okay, it's fine, it's fine. So then uh, he goes and feeds the animals, and he has the flying saucer form of Absorba on a shelf. Right, right. My favorite thing about that is he's looking at it, but he turns to camera, and you see the eyes of it, like, <laughs> it's me, the monster. <laughs> and between this one and the next one, the eyes they use... Are the worst sets of googly eyes. Well, the I ones on this one look more like the smog monster, but um, from Godzilla. But yeah, the next ones are the next awful. ones look like flying pastries. They're awful, right? They look like it was like, yes. oh, we're being attacked by bear claws. You know, like, <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I don't recommend yeah. that at all. No, no. Um, but it's fine. Like, let's also get into the next episode. Where just they're throwing everything out of the window on this. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't care anymore. Right. We are going to try to figure out decent ways to save money that right. work effective. That's, That's all fine. we need to do. Yeah. 
So anyway, um, the uh, it puts the kid to sleep. It flies to Black Directive, who sends it off um, to do its dirty business. Um, it transforms right. into a giant, begins to rampage. The military shows up. I don't know where. I don't like know we where. Said. But is easily defeated. Um, and Gen arrives on the scene to uh, see it float away. Right. Now, great scene as it goes and lands on an oil refinery. Which right? is fantastic, but go ahead. The real fantastic thing was that it puts down that like Little nozzle. Little tentacle. Yep. And it just melts through the... Fantastic. It was very effectively just done. Golf clap. Exactly. Exactly. And whatever they, the little black liquid that they use going up the tentacle, yeah. you know what? I'm going to believe Sapporo. that. <laughs> More than likely, I'm going to believe yeah. sure it was gas coffee. There's like, there's, like, there's like two guys in the back of the straw. Like, <laughs> We're going to work. But it was effective. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, I was like, well done. Right. We see it in the next episode where the, the monster's, uh, dissolving a building. Yes. Right. Yes. And did you see what the building was made out of? It's styrofoam. Yeah, of course. But I mean, you can see, see the styrofoam. If you really look, I mean, it's a well done miniature, but if you look at the texture of the wall, you see, you can see the little dots, right? And I was like, that's a really cool way to do it. That's Yeah, cheap and effective. Yep. I don't have a problem. They painted styrofoam. I am good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, getting to her peek through the crack in the wall later. Um, oh, uh, so they, they disco- he discovers that all the UFOs attacks are within the radius of the kid's shack. Right. And he's Shocking like, say, like- wait a minute. <laughs> and the kid's like, you know, you still can't go in because... I wouldn't give you the alien. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Gen and Toru peek in through a crack in the wall, and they see it. They rush in, and uh, Hideki fights Toru, but, uh, and, uh, and then he's like, oh, we got stopped. We almost crushed a frog. And he's like, look, show me the saucer. And Gen says he's not going to kill it. Of course, when he opens the blue, the, the box, a bunch of blue smoke pours right out. Right out. And uh, the alien flies out and starts attacking. And uh, and then, of course, Toru, who made no such promise, whacking hit it with stick. stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a kid. You hit stuff with sticks. It's, it's a, I'm good with that yeah. part. No, I'm not, not a, no, not a, not, I, uh, I have the, the, uh, the Aberdeen judge uh, says, fine, that's, okay, yeah, we're going to let that slide. But then the saucer starts floating around. Right. And shoots Fire right. out of one one of its tentacles, which one or more? It looked at like least two, maybe. One. I don't know. At least one. Yeah. But last I checked, in a shack that's probably old, shooting fire probably not good. Yeah. Just thinking. You mean in the in the uh, in that what we call the house of kindling? That'd be yeah. the one. That'd yeah. Be the one. <laughs> I just love that in the seventies. There's in almost all media. There's one kid that lives in the junkyard, or he's got a clubhouse in the yes. junkyard. Yes, in a dump. Because you could get away with it. Well, that and the fact that this kid hangs out in a super fun site, probably like yeah, yeah. There's probably cadmium under the ground. <laughs> like, it's okay. Don't it's worry just about where it. we leave stuff. It's fine. <laughs> Not like some kid's gonna treat animals here. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so no. Uh, they all release the animals hurriedly, and uh, again rushes them out. As the hut explodes and the giant form of the saucer rises, 
The sparrow is killed, and uh, and then the kid throws rocks at the giant both monster. Both of them do. I know because that'll do anything. Sure. Yeah, but what kills me is like that kid runs across the thing, and they're blowing up pyro. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> Probably not good. What did they say to this kid's mom? Look, there's going to be fireballs, but he'll be fine. We're <laughs> professionals. <laughs> yeah, but how professional is he? He's, he's fine. He's serpentines a little bit. <laughs> and there's boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, that's re- like, well, wow. Well, they told him the path that he had to run. I don't care. You're a little kid. The first one of those that goes off. You're going to get shot. freak you out. Right? <laughs> and then not doing it again. Right. <laughs> and then not go the right way. Holy balls. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Oh, man. So then Gen transforms into Ultraman well, Leia. You missed the one little part. Okay. After they throw the rocks at the kid, Gen tries to get them away. The monster then picks the kids up in oh, yeah, its it does. tentacles. That's right. And those are the worst little miniature dolls I think I've ever seen. Now, I get you're trying to be cheap and you're trying to not actually harm the kids. I get that part. Yeah. yeah. But that's about the worst miniature I think I've seen ever. Yeah. And we've seen bad miniatures. Anytime that anybody picks up a person in this is like, "Mm, (laughs) a little dicey. But, you know, you get the point. There's, I told you, there's the opening scene of the first, not the opening scene, but the opening episode of the series Iron King, where the hero has to, like, uh, take a zip line across something. Okay. And it's full on a combat Joe action. <laughs> There's no way that that's not what it is. I don't care how you shoot it. <laughs> it's going to look just like that. Unless it's in silhouette. Like, that's the only way you can do it where it goes. Maybe it's not. Yeah, no, it's full on a. The, the, the Japan equivalent of G.I. Joe, which was called Combat Joe. And. That's who it was. Gotcha. Good old combat gotcha. Joe going across. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yeah. 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 Iron King makes Ultraman look like the Matrix. Really? That bad? Oh. Yeah. It is a micro budget show. I mean, it is. And I don't know how much like really the difference in the budget was, but. You could just see a difference in the quality. <laughs> wow. Gotcha. gotcha. Iron King. What's great about Iron King is they had a guy who was a. Uh, they're trying to convert him into a pop star, right? Like, oh, so you have to sing every. Which is fine. So he has to sing every episode, right? Because he travels with a guitar. Oh, and okay. But because they don't want to pay royalties on any of the music, all these things are like old Japanese folk songs. I got gotcha. you. So gotcha. he's, it's a lot of this land is your land, you know, which <laughs> right, also open source. Got three. It's not open source, but you get the idea. It's a lot of campfire songs. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. It's uh, like if you wanted to make some kid like the new Justin Bieber, but he's only allowed to sing Tin Pan Alley songs from the <laughs> 30s that have gone out of copyright. Well, not for nothing, but they just renamed the street in Manhattan for Tin Pan Alley. That's just, awful. Why would you do that? Oh, they called it Tin Pan Alley. Right. They renamed oh, it. Oh, I thought it, I thought they officially called it. They that. officially okay. called it Tin Pan Alley, so that I way people know like, where it actually started. Like, this is not what, you know, no more. It's going to be... Morris Street, you know? No, no, no. I mean, it was West 28th Street, I want to say, or something like that. Yeah. But they officially renamed it Tin Pan Alley, so that way you know where it actually started. There you go. 
Yeah, only 100 years late, but that's besides the point. Hey, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so, um, Leo, of course, rescues the kids, and he joins Absorba after a very difficult fight. Right. Um, Hideyuki right. is sad and depressed later. Nothing can seem to cheer him up, even when they try to give him a bird. Uh, um, maybe too soon. Maybe, maybe too soon, guys. And then the kid runs away. No, and he mopes away. Well, mopes away. Okay. He definitely does not run. There is the, he is a safe distance for running that kid. <laughs> and our nurse comes up and says, don't worry. This will show him how to be an adult and how to deal with loss. Children like, have to overcome hardship. Really? Really? That's what we yeah. want to teach? Okay, fun. Okay, fun. Children have to overcome hardship so they can work in an office, Pat. But we know this. I guess. Meanwhile, oh, Black Directive summoned another saucer creature from the Dark Planet. Damn oh. Yeah, so, um, and let's look to our... Um, Monster Minute? Monster Minute. Indeed. Absorba. Yes. Um, Absorba... Also called as Avsorva. No, I like Absorva. Yeah, so do I, but you know. You got to say. He was in a composite of organic substances and life forms from Mercury and Venus. Sure, sure. Merged into a jellyfish like saucer creature, just okay. in case you didn't know. I wanted you to be aware of that. I'm now These aware. These are the only two episodes, 41 and 42, that he has appeared in. Um, yeah, I don't see how you would really use this monster very effectively now. They could bring back the saucer beasts, but... They have better beasts than what they have. Yes, clearly. <laughs> um, 28 meters, 15,000 tons. Okay. N- nothing super exciting. Um, trivia. His name is based on the word absorption. Really? <laughs> oh, the bell broke. There we go. Uh, his hovering sound was reused from Black Tomb, yes. Okay. Based on jellyfish and octopus, yes. Yeah. Uh, Nothing fantastic. No, he's also very... Many similarities to uh, Kinokurage from Fireman. Both absorb okay. oil, have tentacles, can fly, and were both kept by humans when they were small. Fair enough. Ta-da! Fair enough. And there's a friggin' toy for this one, too. Uh, it's nice. It's give me that toy for Spectre. Oh, that's actually cool. Yeah, it's all right. Look, that's actually cool. It's all right. All right. Fair enough. I don't get the mirror guy, but this guy gets yeah, it talk. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see how it is. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're going to come back with another episode of Ultraman Leo, which is, hang on. Terror of the Saucer Race Series. That's right. Terror of the Blood-Sucking Saucer. <laughs> Let's see if that's what this, see if that's the official. That's what I got. Yeah, that's it. Okay, good. We'll be right back after this. Back and forth, science patrol and Ultraman Leia. Um, Terror of the Sorcery series challenge. Oh. Terror of the Bloodsucking Sorcery series sure. challenge. Sure. There's always going to be a ding. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, January 31st, 1975. Isao Maeda uh, Bunzo Wakasuki is our screenplay. 9.1% still going down. I think they just kind of gave up. I really think we've got to get people, them out. People tuned in, like, more of this, I'm out. <laughs> okay. 
this Ultraman anybody else yet? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Weird guy with a pancake head? Okay. I'm out. I'm really afraid of how bad it's going to be by the final episode. Is it going to be like a three rating? <laughs> I'm almost curious to look now. No, no, don't, don't, because that takes away the excitement. No, I want to know. <laughs> um, what I love about this episode is it is darkity dark, dark, dark. Oh, God, yes. Dark. We People open up with comically drunky drunkleman. Of course. Of course. He bumps into a sign. It's like, excuse me very much. <laughs> my, my deepest apologies. <laughs> and, and then he laughs. <laughs> and then he goes on about his business, only to be killed by um, what Our looks like a spider crab, or which has morphed from a uh, flying a flying pastry. Yeah, it's a flying pastry. That's exactly what it is. <coughs> looks like pretzel bread, maybe. So bad. And then uh, something in the middle. Oh, so cheaply done. Could have been a meat pie. Anything of that sort. Sure. Really anything of that sort. Just cheaply, cheaply done. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. So Deimos leaves the Black Star. It Well, and then also, right after we attack Drunky Drunkerman. Yeah, oh, it gets a lady. We get our nice businesswoman. Who dies. We don't want our pretty businesswomen dying. We need our pretty businesswomen. But now, Pat, you call her businesswoman. Clearly, she's a secretary. <laughs> 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 Whatever. Yeah, I'm just saying. Clear businesswoman. Come on, Pat. Hey, like ladies 70s. can't be businesswomen. That's just silly. Sorry. Somebody's gonna get mad when I do that, and they're gonna be like, "I can't believe this guy." No, we. They know. They know we're just getting. There's gonna be somebody. I'm telling you, some guy's gonna be. It's gonna be somebody's first Upset episode. Us. They're gonna be like, "I can't believe this." Like, come on. <laughs> and it's like, and you know who's gonna look dumb? You are, sir. Just in yeah. here. Slash madam, slash whomever. Slash whatever. Yeah, that's right. You. Uh, have you seen... We're going to go on a different yeah. rant now. Oh, hold on. Tangent bell. Tangent bell. <laughs> what some teachers are doing against Florida's bill. Oh, yeah, bill, yeah. That's the, they're yeah. now taking... They've wrote notes to all the parents. Yeah. We're taking any books that say... Mr. Him, or Mrs. Her, <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Husband, wife, partner. We're changing all of the bathrooms that say... Boys, girls, changing all of that and taking all of this away. If you have any problems with any of this, call your state representative because this is what we think we have to do yeah. according to the bill that has just been passed. That's right. Yeah. Good for And them. the bill is so vague yeah. that they're saying, you know what? We can do this because we're sure. covering our rear end. That's because people write things. Like, look, the bill was written intentionally vague for a reason. Because so, they knew because they're trying to bankrupt the they're trying to bankrupt the public school system. Through via lawsuits. Yeah. Thusly, uh, fight fire with fire. <laughs> you take away. Oh, you think you think you've limited yourself? Aha! Double reverse Uno. You know, <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then when people complain, they're gonna say, "Oh, this is what this, yeah. as far as we understand this law, this is what it says." Look, we're not lawyers or anything, right. but if you have a problem with it. Talk to your local yeah, state representative. Maybe talk to the governor. Yeah. Sign this thing This is law. fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I want to collectively go to Florida, line everyone up, and put one hand on either side of this giant line and clunk everyone's heads together like Mo. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And a if, lot By of, the way, if you're listening in Florida, we love you. Um, <laughs> we don't like your governor. Yeah. We'll admit that. Don't care for the governor. Um, I have, I have family in Florida, and they are 
really annoyed by this whole thing. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. <laughs> yeah. I have, uh, I have friends in Florida who are of the fossil hunting persuasion who are decent people. Yeah. And then there are Nimrods. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the basic problem is they knew they had to write this law so vague because if they made it specifically against... Yeah, it could be... Yeah. Right. Then it would be unconstitutional. It's so unconstitutional, right. but, you know. But they wrote it so vaguely that you have to be able to prove it's unconstitutional. Right. So now all the teachers are just saying, you know what? You're right. We'll Fine. We're going to try to do reference away to anything. Yeah. But anyway, that Good was times. No more boys and girls. <laughs> it's like... And the, the other thing I saw... I again, everybody like... It's like fandoms who go like, I want... Godzilla's getting a little bit the same. We want Godzilla to be different. Company puts out Shin Godzilla and everybody goes, No, like that! Exactly. <laughs> Unintended consequences are my favorite kind of consequences. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. People are like, but I don't see why. You know, I want Marvel movies to be different. Here's here's the Eternals, Black Widow, and not like that. <laughs> you only get so much. Yeah. You, if you don't like it, that's you fine. Don't have but to you want ask it, for but different. you ask for different. Like <laughs> Moon Knight. Not like that. I like Moon Knight. I like Moon Knight. I, like I think Moonlight. Moon Knight's a real. I, we, we watched uh, the second episode last night. Lainey's starting warming to, up a little okay. bit. To, it's like it just seems so long, but it's going. I'm like, yeah, but they have to build the character a bit yeah. before they really go crazy with but it. And he shows up in the white suit. He's like, what is it? He goes, the suit. <laughs> I need a suit. I need a suit. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, fair. I like that. I like that, Mister Knight. <sighs> but yeah. Um, and what's funny is because we were, that answers a lot of questions from the first week, which is, is this all going on in his head? Yeah. Like, is the suit real? Is this real? Oh, it turns out this is all, okay, cool. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fine, fine. Let's, let's talk about F. Murray Abraham as Conchu. I didn't. Oh, did, F. Murray Abraham doing the really? voice of Conchu. Yeah. I didn't know that. Which is going to start our new, our new, uh, game on the podcast. F. Murray Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> So who are you going to have, who are you going to marry, and who are you going to Abraham? <laughs> but Abraham, I think it means you have to kill your children. I'm not sure. If, is that, Where we're didn't, going he, with that didn't he have to do that? I don't remember. Biblically speaking, doesn't he have to, does he threaten to kill one of his kids? And the guy's like, no, no. It's a test. It's not a test. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, God. Something's wrong with me, Pat. I'm telling you. Just one thing? <laughs> I've got a list. <laughs> yeah. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you'll see the list. Oh, God. Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> I don't even know where we're at. Oh, yeah. So, um, Gen recognizes that the Miyama house is in the center of a circle of murders. Again, the aliens, being saucer creatures, tend to operate in circles, apparently. <laughs> and circles around where Gen is staying. Wonder why? Because <coughs> yeah. it's cheaper. <laughs> True. <laughs> and the fact that they're not just the two people that we spoke of, that there are a total no, eight, of in, eight, one eight shot, in yeah. one night. And then, okay. Right. And then sure. the, uh, the uh, okay, bad police work chronicles. Um, they show up at the house, right? Right. And they're like, hey, man, eight murders have occurred in this area, and mm-hmm. this house seems to be the, at the middle of it. 
Yeah. Just be careful. <laughs> You're like, oh, you guys were... No? Okay, no, cool. Not the one thing I did notice. You were so close. <laughs> they showed an actual ad. A radio ad. Or, you heard a radio ad. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> where you were supposed to call Japan's version of... 113 or 110. 110, okay. Which, on a rotary phone... Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's easy, one, easy, one, and then all yeah, the way okay, around. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because in the seventies, nobody had you know digital phones. That's not true. I had a, I had a touchstone. We had touchstone phone from the from as far back as I can remember, which would be the seventies. Would be later in the seventies. No, no, no. Like as far as I know, you had a touchstone. I don't phone. ever remember us having a rotary phone. In the house at all. Now, granted, my friend Gilbert, who he may or may not be listening to this podcast, his parents cut the the rotary in. I want to say nineteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah. I know one of my. It was like this the worst. <laughs> I'm trying to make a phone call. <laughs> price one. I can't price one. <laughs> one of my parents' friends had a rotary phone. The last time I saw her in 2018. Wow. Still had a rotary phone wow. sitting right on the table. Like it was nothing. What? <laughs> like it was nothing. Perfectly good phone. Why yeah. am I getting rid of it? <laughs> She's not wrong. I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, that's a rotary phone. Because I knew that when I bought a, when I got my first phone for my room, mm-hmm. which was just an extension. Of course. Well, think I'm going to give you your own phone number. That's crazy talk. Right, right. That costs money. <laughs> I get it. So it's easier for your father to run a cord through the Through the house floor. and get it to you. Yes. Yeah. And all it was was the kind of handset that sits on the... Mm-hmm. And then you lift it up. Little base and you pick it up and there's the phone. No, no base. It laid on a table and it had a clicker. Right on the base. So, on the bottom. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you're doing this and you went like this to... To do something. You'd hung up. You'd hang up on people. Exactly. Yeah, you went to put it in your shoulder. You hung up on everybody. But it wasn't a touchstone phone. It was the kind of when you press it, it was like the rotary. It was a rotary in the touchstone it was a, form. Yeah. They call it pulse. Yes. Yeah. And I'm yes. like, what is this? What kind of garbage is that? Because it, it was a twelve ninety nine phone. That's why. Yeah, that's that. exactly what it was. Yeah. And we have those for the phones that we use for the job that I do. That I can't talk about the company. Right, but that's for specific reasons, right? Like there's... No, it's if you actually hit the button the wrong way, it'll go back to pulse, and you can just hear it going... Oh, so it, you can alter it. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, this no one leaves it on pulse, but no, I know No, this was just... <laughs> this what you had. Yeah. Yeah. Then my parents bought me a speakerphone for some reason, which seemed like a great idea until they were like, yeah, no, all you do is shout now. It's just listening to two people shout. Yeah, because, like, yeah. You have to yell so loudly. No, it wasn't even that. You just did. Because you're like, isn't this thing fantastic? No hands. <laughs> no, stupid. It's not really. I understand. I understand. Yeah. But it's stuff. Thank you for coming to Old People Theater, you guys. That's That was wonderful. And I know there's like at least four or five of our listeners are going, yeah, that's how it was. <laughs> we get it. Old. <laughs> the Rich and Pat Old Time Podcast Hour, where we talk about what it used to be like and why, thank goodness, it's a it's little bit like better that. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I know people who uh, 
things were so much better in the 70s. I'm like, really? No. Do you remember avocado? Everything? (laughs) (laughs) Shag carpet on people's walls in the basement? Like, (laughs) for no particular reason? Just shag carpet, period. Yeah. Shag carpet, period. Because somebody thought that was a good idea. Well, Elvis did it. Yeah, but Elvis married children. Exactly. (laughs) He had a monkey. (laughs) You're not Elvis. Just in there. You are not Elvis. You cannot do that. None of his, a lot of his ideas were not up to snuff. That's what I'm saying. Not particularly uh, snuffy. But anywho. So, uh, so then Gang next- decides to leave when they, he gets attacked by somebody who's like, by the way, they cast the craziest looking crazy person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, after Gang chases him down and the guy falls, and Gen wants to, like, crack him. The guy's like, what am I doing here? What's going on? You, I thought it was this different person at first. Acting. Acting. <laughs> exactly. Like, and part of me wanted this guy Gen to punch more? him again. <laughs> why is this guy not doing more work? I don't know if he's in other shows, but. We don't know. He's fantastic. <laughs> he was good. He did the nice jump off of whatever ledge he was on. Yeah. Gen did a nice flip. Quote, unquote, quote, unquote, over him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chase scene, and then falls down. Oh, where am I? What am I doing Oh, here? how about they both roll down those <laughs> stone stairs? <laughs> that was perfectly oh fine. God, Japanese <laughs> television. We're going to need you to roll down these stone steps. All right. What, like on top of each other? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> ten bucks is ten bucks, you know. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man. Uh, and then they show... Boy, and he threatens the, him. He's like, look, we're going to keep killing everybody in this town until right. you surrender, and then we can kill you. Yeah. No, neither of which sounds great. No. No. And, of course, my mind went to, okay, he surrenders. And then you're all of a sudden going to stop killing people? Because now you, they have no well, to protect Honestly, them. that was a hobby. Ah, uh, I got Yeah. I don't know if the... Planet is really trying to destroy Earth. 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 Planet Earth. <laughs> the fat guy planet. Where are you from? Earth. Exactly. The high calorie planet. Planet of bear uh, claws. I would explain. Would explain the, the, the monsters. Yeah, it would explain the pastry monsters. Oh god! I don't know if they're trying to kill everybody on Earth or just Ultraman Leia. I'm like, look, we'll leave the planet alone. Fine. Once we kill you and your why do they have such a vendetta against Ultraman Leo? Can't figure that part when out. When he clearly hasn't killed anybody recently, any, any saucer from their planet. They can't figure that out. Not until they showed up to yeah. kill him, is what I'm you saying. You show up to kill me, I have a right to defend myself. That's right. I'm not going after you, but you're coming here killing yeah. everybody else. I gotta kill you. Look, the law of giant Japanese creatures is if you show up on my doorstep, I am allowed to fire murder you in the middle of town. It's like, Did you not know this? Yeah. I can cut you to ribbons, I can blow you up, <laughs> drop a building on you, specium right. There's a whole, a whole array of things that can I be done to. to you and will be done to you. Not <laughs> <laughs> just can be, will be done to you. Uh, I will run through a a battery of attacks just to get to the one just that to will soften you up to the point where I can do something where my color timer flashes and you explode mightily. Exactly. Exactly. Oh god. It's great. Cause doesn't the last episode he just hits him once? Like he shoots one thing out of him and just goes <laughs> yeah. kablu 
Boof. Exactly. This one's great because there's a shot where the saucer lands on a building and kind of just taps it. And I, and it just, like, the content was like a can of soda. It just... <laughs> well, no, no. What, this one they had... The building started... They had to paint in the cracks first before they could actually Which destroy the building. Which we haven't seen in a very long Q. time. At least we haven't seen it. Since yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably been like, around. That's fantastic. It's nice yeah, and I easily done yeah. and effective. But exactly. I love the fact... I'm pretty sure it was either... It was this one. It might have been the last one. Where the thing lands on top of the building and just kind of taps it with one of the tentacles. The building just goes, like, Crunchy. <laughs> Not, it just, just like it was like... Waiting to explode. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they like had the, all the dynamite no, ready. The carbonation factory. <laughs> it wasn't even like a fire explosion. It was just like compressed air. It was the compressed air factory. Was, <laughs> oh, the pneumatics lab. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh god. <laughs> it was the helium factory. <laughs> That's gotta hurt doing that one. <laughs> Not really. I've been doing that since I was. 15, that's my, I could do that voice at the drop of that. I once ran into my boss, like, adjusted my tie, like, all crazy, like, ran into the, because we were having a fire drill. (laughs) Run into my boss, and we gotta evacuate the building of the city of the week. And he looked at me and goes, what's wrong with you? (laughs) What the hell is the matter with you? I'm like, if, I, if I can't liven up the fire drills, what's the point, honestly? <laughs> That's what I got. Yeah, really. Like, this is know. what I got. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hire me for my looks. I know that. Exactly. So Gen decides to leave town, leaving a goodbye note for Toru. And Ooh. all I thought is, if this, if they, if this is them writing Toru out of the series, screw you, Ken, <laughs> because. You've orphaned him yet uh, again. again. Yet again. That would be, what, a third time minimum? <laughs> yeah, at, at the best. At, at minimum. At best. You've lost everyone. Yeah. Uh, this is how this kid, like, 20 years later becomes a depressing loner who uh, then, like, figures out how to raise monsters and kill Ultraman. Exactly. <laughs> it wouldn't shock anybody. Just saying. what I'm saying. 45 years later, you get a very angry Toru. Oh, so, the, there's a, um, the police get, the police find one of the saucer creatures because it was in a wastebasket. Right, the, there's one cop with a cold, throws the tissue toward the wastebasket, realizes he misses, picks it up, yeah. sees the hole in the wall first and was, hmm, wonder how this got here, then goes to the little trash bin to throw it out and says, Oh, wait a minute. There's a monster There's in a here. monster in here. Did you not think... Now, this is Chekhov's tissue. Did you not think that the guy having a cold was going to be what defeated the monster? No. Oh, really? Because no. I thought, like, he throws the thing in the thing, and then the monster's going to get a cold, and will be too weak to fight Ultraman later. No, I was like, that, <laughs> that would work, Yeah, but that's H.G. Wells. <laughs> Steal from the best. Die. I know. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I... That's exactly where I am. And I was like, oh, good for you guys for subverting my expectations. <laughs> That's fine. So they, they Gen hears on the radio as he's driving away in this little Dotson that they're gonna destroy the uh they're gonna destroy this this UFO creature. Right. And he's like, That can't be good. Turns like makes a phone call and he's like, You guys can't do that. And they're like, Okay, Gen, when did he become 
Batman. No idea. No idea. But you're 100% right. Because they don't yeah, make, we'll listen to you. They don't make a mention that he used to be in Mac. Nope. Nothing. 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 Just, yeah, we'll listen to you. Is he famous <laughs> at this point? No idea. Because he's the only survivor of Mac. Of Mac. They don't bring any of that up. It's just you have to ignore. <laughs> they will listen to him because they will. Yeah. All right. Sure, sure, sure. So the guys, the cops are burning it with flamethrowers. As you do. As you do. <laughs> As you do. First of all, you guys get the flamethrowers. <laughs> don't ask questions like that. You have your spare flamethrower in the back, don't it's you? It's a Japanese TV show. They're monsters. Of course, if people have... The cops have flamethrowers. <laughs> You're 100% right. Never mind. It's all good. You're right. It's all good. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So they burn the saucer, and, and Genra, he's like, no, no, no. And uh, it emits, starts emitting signals. All the other baked goods in the area, saucers, all yeah. merge into it. Right. Which, that part was effective. That was neat. The yeah. one little part. Then it uh, becomes giant. Uh, Kills a bunch of cops and starts destroying buildings. Yes. So, yes. uh, Gen arrives and starts evac- uh, helping evacuate people. Tori then spots him along with Ayumi. Um, and then Gen runs off and transforms. Right. Uh, he saves one of the buildings being melted, which was pretty great. He like, just picks up an apartment complex, like, don't shake everything up too hard. <laughs> like, that's exactly what it's like. There's one saying. guy on the top floor trying to eat a soft boiled egg, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and yes, I know it was a styrofoam <coughs> building. Yeah. Like you said, it was quite obvious. Yeah. But the fact that they left a nice little nook for him to put his hand into where the window was supposed to be. Yeah, it's fine. I'm sitting there going, I'm okay. Not, I'm not sure if they left that there the first take he picked up just went crunch. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Could have happened. But let's also hear it from <coughs> the guys who built these buildings. The structural integrity of a building oh. in Japan are pretty impressive. Because yeah. sometimes, like, Ultraman oh, wait, wait, will wait. leapfrog over them, like, mm-hmm. the old alley-oop, right? Like, and you're just like, thanks, guys. It's like, it's like when they build stuff earthquake-proof and not earthquake-proof yeah. in the same city. Depends on where you are. Yeah, of course, that's right. True. You just happen to get the right building. <laughs> So, you know, he then. I mean, like you said, yes, it was styrofoam. So I let the fact that he can pick up the building by a window slide. Because I know you're not going to be able to do that, but okay, fine. It looked good. I'm going to let it go. It was fine. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, because I'm tired again. Um, Because this thing just wipes me out. Yes, no, we're almost done. Yeah. Um, So, Black Directive, of course, summons yet another threat. And uh, so Gen reunites with Ayumi and Toru, and Toru's real mad, and he's like, you promised we were going to be brothers, and this and that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can understand him being upset. Um, you should be. Absolutely. But now Gen promises that he won't. Right. Right. Uh, That's fine. But, uh, so let's do a quick Kaiju uh, Monster Minute on uh, Deimos. Uh, <laughs> best picture I've ever seen. Oh, Holy no. crap. Oh no, show me. Show me. Let me see if I can get a big thing. <laughs> it is Guys, a giant. You see the picture and I go, ooh, it does the exact face. <laughs> you go on to the Ultra Fandom Wiki for this, for Deimos, and you look at the profile picture, it looks like he sat on a building. And he's like, ooh, 
Is that me? That's Did I do that? Really? Oh, I'm a bad boy. Oh, God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> he can go from 0. 0.2 to 110 meters, 2 kilos to 16,000 tons. Okay. The homeworld is Black Star. Ooh. Yes. Uh, first and last appearance, so we're good. Um, let's look for some trivia. Of course, same sound effect of hovering. Yes. His design is based on... Can you say what? Can, can you figure out what animal? That was a crab. Brittle stars. So they're those starfish that have the big, the weird, like, round part in the middle and those wispy... Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. There you go, right? Um... I mean, oh, in episode 38 of Ultraman Lamb, Dan Moriboshi mentions that Father Ultra used the Ultra Key to dis- destroy an evil planet. So that's the evil planet. Demos. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Somebody's right in some continuity, maybe. Maybe. Or they just. Same continuity. Or they just reused it. <laughs> either, is, either is remarkably either is possible. Acceptable. And there is a toy. Whoop-de-doo. Of course. Oh, it's by Bear Model. So I'm not. I'm not that. Bear Model is a company that um, is fairly modern. Oh, okay. So like they're making more modern. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, no, it's not I fair. don't like that. Not because it's like a bunch of fingers, and that's yeah. kind of freaking me out. Um, <laughs> the truth be told, um, got any? Do you got any uh, podcast uh, recommendations? Not any new ones. No, I tried listening to uh, Movie a Week that. There's that podcast because I tried to get to your new one. Yeah. I tried to listen to Movie a Week and gave up after about 20 minutes because it's awful. Okay. There you go. And um, they've got a few of them in there, but they just. Just not good. Not good. Not, it doesn't, not doesn't good strike your fancy. Right. Um, I'm going to recommend The Substantial Meal. The Substantial Meal is an Irish podcast uh, featuring three of the members of the Tri Channel um, Dermot Ward. Um, Martin Angola and Justine Stafford. Okay. And I'm sure you've seen this channel. It's a bunch of Irish people trying different things, different foods. Oh, okay. Uh, sometimes candy, sometimes alcohol. And then poor Justine Stafford always gets durian fruit and she needs therapy for it now. Um, <laughs> because God, durian fruit is the worst. Smells like death. Tastes. I don't even know what it pr- is. You do know what it is. You know that. You go to Chinatown and there's that weird football, but it's spiky. Yes. That's a durian fruit. Oh. You cut it open, it smells like a corpse. Yes. It's horrendous. And she gets it. They always, anytime there's some sort of South Asian candy review, she's like, great. And like, there's chocolate and strawberry. She gets a durian fruit. And then, well, everybody tries everything. The last one is always the durian fruit. And she's like, Jesus. My therapist is the only reason I still go to therapy is because of therapy. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. Yeah. But it's a great podcast. It's called okay. The Substantial Meal. I will listen. <coughs> and that's a... This cabinet keeps opening yes. back. I mean, it's, it's like we have a ghost. <laughs> it's very scary, Pat. But, uh... I don't worry about it now. Leave it there. You really have to slam it. Now it's vengeful. <laughs> the ghost doesn't like you. Yeah. It's like, tell I me think it's because you're hitting into it. Right? It's exactly what's happening. I mean, not a lot of room. This room is not laid out properly. I missed out on a really nice L-shaped desk, which would have been good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, if we could have an L desk right here. Oh, yeah. Come on. I understand. We could have guests. (laughs) It'd be amazing. But anyway, um, is there anything else we need to... Just rate, review, subscribe, all that kind of fun stuff. stuff. 
You watch anything other than Moon Knight? Other than Moon Knight, no. no I mean, me I, I, we finally did get Paramount Plus. So I'm watching all the Star Trek. Oh, stuff. you're rolling through all that Star oh, Trek. Oh, absolutely. I had That's to. knee deep in the Trek. And Trish wanted to get Apple TV Plus, so she's watching a couple different things oh, on that. that dinosaur show coming. I know. I know. We got the dinosaur show coming, and we've got the That's Ultraman so cool. anime coming out this week, which I'm really, it's really this week. For. Holy mackerel! Yeah, it's the 14th, which is this week. Wow. Today's the 10th. Shocking! <laughs> Shocking! I tell you, That's what it is. So we will probably be doing an episode of that. Yeah. Okay, we've got two choices. Not too late. It was my choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what I'm thinking. Let's look at. Let's, well, let's let's wrap this up, and then we can chat as we're moving, because time's of the essence. Okay. Anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We do appreciate it oh so very much. And um, the suicide, the suicide uh, helpline right. is 1-800-273-8255, <laughs> or you can text TALK, T-A-L-K, or HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. 365 is a free service. And the world is better with you. That's right. You need to. You didn't even. You stole my line. You didn't say it right. Jeez. <laughs> Man. All right. Well, anyway, on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Forth, you guys. Take care. Bring back Buck. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast.